0: and its net income is a whopping 63.4 billion uh, shillings as of 2019. Well, that's certainly large, very, very large.
1: Hello, everybody you're listening to the money trees podcast the show that brings you all things african business i'm your host edgar Akaba, with my co-host junior and i'd like to say thank you to everybody who listened to episode one of the money trees podcast well this is episode two and this time we'll be talking about the big big company in our country Safaricom. Did gg
0: yeah as you've heard um we'll be talking about uh, safaricom and for those of you who don't know safaricom let me give you a brief introduction so safaricom was founded in 1997 to date it is the largest telecommunications provider in kenya and one of the most profitable companies in the east and central african region notable ceos that have um been a part of the Safaricom company are the late Bob Colimo, and Michael Joseph. Safaricom controls approximately 63.5% of the Kenyan market as of 30th June 2019. Safaricom was also ranked as, Kenya, as Africa's best employer, 67th in the world by Forbes Global 200 list of world's best employers. It's also a public limited company which is owned by Vodacom, 35% of it is owned by Vodacom. The Treasury owns 35% of it as well. Vodafone owns 5% of it and retail investors 25%. Its revenue as of last year was 240.3 billion Kenyan shillings. Its operating income is 79.91 billion Kenyan shillings. And its net income is a whopping 63.4 billion yen shillings as of 2019.
1: Well, that's certainly large. Very, very large. True. Okay. So how exactly did Safaricom get so large anyway? Well, originally, Safaricom was a subsidiary of Telkom uh, back when it was a state-owned Parasteto. but um when Telcom ran into some financial financial misses, where they were overloaded with debt, the Safaricom was purchased forty uh, percent by Vodacom, and the other the rest by the government. So essentially, they had a head start from the inception. Also, uh, Safaricom's marketing techniques were much better compared to the rival at the time cancel which focused on the customer you know uh, cancel at the time were more they had a better network and more users than safaricom but safaricom focused on the common person they marketed and they advertised for the common person to make it more affordable for them Cancel was mainly used by corporate businessmen in the top 1% of the Kenyan economy at the time. So it was very welcomed when SafariCom would market or advertise mostly to the common person. Uh, it also benefited them, especially when they introduced per second billing because it made it more affordable. Because if you build per second, let's say your call does not reach a minute you'll only be billed for the seconds that you spoke compared to per billing per billing i mean per minute billing where you are billed for every minute it's rounded off so those are just a few things as well of course the introduction of mpesa which obviously boosted the company so far up because then it made transactions much easier. People didn't have to go to the bank every day. Transactions were made faster, easier, and the fact that you had to be a Safaricom subscriber to be to join Mpesa really boosted them. And finally, another huge thing I feel boosted Safaricom to the top was consistency, because they've been called Safaricom, they've been branded as Safaricom since its inception. Unlike, Cancel, which became Seltel, which became Zayn, which became Airtel.
0: Zain, then Airtel.
1: It was really confusing because people thought, yeah, Zayn, then Airtel. Because people thought, if I have a Zayn line and I bought credit for Airtel, will it work? See, yeah, they're the same company. So those confusions here and there kind of hindered the growth of Airtel. And also, at the end of the day, Safaricom cooped up all the corporate customers that Cancel or Airtel were relying on. So those are just a, a few things that highlight Safaricom's growth. So obviously, they've grown this far. So how exactly do they expect to remain at the top?
0: So there are various ways Safaricom says that it plans to stay at the top. So one of them is through diversification, through wi- that's through Wi-Fi. Instead of just relying on mobile data, they, they ventured into Wi-Fi. And at around, at around um, December 2019, Safaricom overtook Zuku as the leader in fixed internet connections since it started offering the services in 2017. Safaricom increased its market share by 1.3 percentage points from 32.7 percent at the end of June last year, while Zuku shared by 1.5 percentage points from 34.8 percent in the same period. That is the first time that, Z- that Safaricom has replaced Zuku as the leader in fixed internet connections. Overall, the total number of customers on fixed internet connections rose. 8% in 3 months to September on increased inv- investments by the telcos to link more homes and offices. Another way Safaricom plans to stay at the top is through energy security. They say that their reliability and growth of the network is dependent on access to reliable and cost-efficient energy. If they are able to use cost-efficient energy, obviously, they'll be ahead of very many telecommunication companies right now, since, um, you know, in everything, everything runs on energy. Also, innovation, they say that their business transforms lives through continuous innovation, and they'll continue to develop transformational products and services relevant to different customer segments. They'll also re- they also plan to remain innovative to service a growing youth sector. They'll also participate actively in improving financial inclusion and growing the wealth of Kenyan citizens. So that's just a bunch of ways that Safaricom plans to stay at the top. Okay, well, Safaricom is the
1: leading telecommunications firm in the country and most likely in East Africa. But I also feel the decentralization of the deregulation, I mean, of the telecommunications market in Ethiopia presents a great opportunity for Safaricom in the future. Uh, I think they want to enter that market and I feel like they do strongly in that market as well due to the already built up infrastructure. Whoa. So I think that also could go into your point, JJ. Yeah. So Safaricom is not only, it's not just a telecommunications business. It's also a business, a really large one. Um, With, th- with that large market capitalization, they're the largest company in Kenya and one of the largest in Eastern Central Africa. So other companies in the area, in the country, how exactly do they match up against Safaricom? Well, knowingly that Safaricom is the first, can, can that position be toppled over by any other companies? Let's say by ABL Equity Bank, ACB, Bitco, Kengen, Centum. you know, the large, large companies. And to be honest, I feel like in the long run, it's uncertain how business will unfold. But I feel like Safari.com will be a very dominant force for the years to come. Unless internal, internal if internal issues arise, I feel like that's the only thing can derail their progress. Otherwise, despite there other strong players in the market, like equity bank, ABL, which are earning very high revenues, quarterly and annual revenues. For example, Bidco had, an, at the end of the year, generated a revenue of about 50 billion and are still on course to be the largest manufacturing firm for fast-moving consumer goods by the year 2030, earning around 50 billion a year in Safaricom in the range of 65. Still a significant margin, but. If if companies continue to push and push, making the services better, of course it would be a two-way street. We benefit, they benefit. But in the long run, for me, for any of these businesses to topple Safaricom, I think the the only way they can be stopped is if they become enemies of themselves, derailing their own progress. However, the already strong leadership foundations in SafariCom may prove it difficult for such to happen. And and that brings us to the end of another episode of the Money Cheese Podcast. Thank you for tuning in this long. And I thank you for everyone that watched episode one once again. Uh sorry to Apple users. Apple Podcasts is taking quite a while. To review our podcast and upload it but be sure in the next few days it shall be there yeah. uh, you can find our podcast on spotify the podbean application amazon music if you have it google podcast soon and apple podcast soon as well thank you once again and have an excellent day